Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a, another episode of the Cannabis Quest podcast. We super appreciate you tuning in again and giving us another listen and uh, continuing on this journey with us in the medical cannabis space. And we have a really, really exciting one today. We are here interviewing Tom from Canahemp. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Tom from Kennehem. I kind of uh, was around for the founding of the brand, watched its creation, and now bringing the brand to medical patients everywhere and recreational people everywhere in all different states. And uh, super excited about what we're doing and the people in the industry. We're excited to be here today. Beautiful. You've, uh, you listeners out there have definitely heard me rep Canahemp many, many times, maybe indirectly or directly. Their, their creams, talking about terpenes, talking about the Delta 8s, talking about all the beautiful parts of the cannabis plant, and Canahemp just embodies every single part of that, and that's why I really, really love them, and I'm super excited to have these guys on the podcast today. So let's kick it off with Space Cadet Courtney. Let's lead in with those questions. All right, easy question. We'll start with how you began your journey in the cannabis industry. That's really, okay, I like that. Like, clearly, you were yeah. a user before, Yes, right? so uh, I was obviously a uh, very good advocate of the recreational use of cannabis. It wasn't until about... Uh, gosh, I would say three years ago, really started looking into the medical benefits. I always was a supporter of uh, alternative medicine. Our mother was a huge influence growing up as far as uh, putting natural things in our bodies, right? So um, obviously when I got old enough to know, you know, a little bit more about things, I really took an in-depth look at it and was just fascinated, right? Uh, My brother is the founder of Canahemp. Started on the THC side of things, got into working with uh, CBD, cannabis terps, uh, and their amazing benefits. Um, so I had been, uh, it's been about almost 10 years in the motorcycle industry. Dabbled with this on the side for a few of those, the latter few. Decide- I'm very familiar with motorcycle injuries. Yeah. Yes. Not directly, but I've got a lot of family who uh, rides. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sure you're aware of. Those yes, aches and pains I've taken a few slams. Yeah. It hurts. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I started doing this part time along with what I was doing. Uh, started walking into dispensaries, and I really fell. What made me want to make the switch full time to this was I fell in love with the patients. That's exactly what I've. That's what's brought me like and kept me in this is the patients. Yes, Just loving on the patients and spreading education, yeah. and connecting with people for sure. No, and I think I think the biggest draw too is um, I mean you guys have some experience with working with patients. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have someone come in, either it's their first time or they have something that's debilitatingly wrong with them and it is like their first time stepping into cannabis (laughs) whether it's you know cbd thc you know whatever it is and you know you see them a couple months down the road and they're like this has changed my life that's honestly the thing that keeps me going half the time i've gone through like some weird rough patches and i'm like that particular person that does come back and they're like life-changing moment has happened that's exactly what brings me back to do it again yeah being able to uh, tell patients hey this will make a difference like it's not a miracle drug by any sort it's not gonna you're not gonna go from zero to a hundred but like doing this and putting it into your regiment will just be life-changing be able to you'll be able to be a human being and enjoy your life more and seeing the patient come back 
uh, three months later and go, hey, yeah, day-to-day life, I'm much happier. It's it's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. No, and I, that's, uh, you get that that feel-good feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so got super addicted to that. And I was like, this is like, how come I'm not doing this? So I called my brother up one day. I was like, I'm ready. He's like, for what? I was like, I'm ready to do this full time. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I want to do. So awesome. I put in my notice at work in an industry I'd almost, you know, I'd put 10 years in and walked away. Very made a lot of good relationships. Loved a lot of people in that, but I fell in love with having the opportunity to help people. Well, that like perfectly segues into the next question of like, what's something you've learned in this industry that you use most in everyday life? Oh man, I think the big one. I mean, we talk. Uh, we you know we just talked about the patients. You know, we have a very unique opportunity, I feel like, to get to know people on a different level, on emotional level, into their personal lives, into their ailments and how they affect their lives. I think the biggest thing is I've gotten to understand people more and learn to love people more. I think that's the biggest thing for me that's like I've taken away from it. And my outlook over, you know, the past year, year and a half of doing that is about just people in general is just like... It's it's amazing. It's just keeping people at the mindset of everything yeah. you're, you're doing, yeah. which is awesome. I guess going in that vein um, and that being your number one goal, what would you say is one thing that you would change up or kind of rustle up in this industry to ensure that it doesn't lose its patient focus or its healing, caring focus first? I mean, yeah, we all want to smoke weed every day but like sure eventually the stuff will go recreational but like what about we don't want to like ignore those kinds of people who are doing this for the right reasons um one of the big things with us as a company has been education you know nine out of ten patients walking in the door at dispensaries don't know what terpenes are they don't know what the different cannabinoids are you know there's a lot of people that i think you know they they misuse their cannabis products and so i think the big thing you know we're obviously in recreational markets and we education's huge to us and we do it there too but i think that's the biggest thing that i would say is is especially for someone new walking in the door it's super intimidating Oh, you absolutely. Know? Yeah, it's for been, sure. It's been a, uh, you know, considered a uh, illicit legal drug for years. And so there's a huge stigma that all of us in the industry are trying to break. Um, so I think the biggest thing is just is educating them right when they're first walking in the door, helping break that stigma, which, you know, we're all slowly doing. It's a very slow absolutely, process. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah. That, that, like, yeah. I absolutely love the education first piece of it. Knowledge is power, as mm-hmm. we say absolutely. all the time on the uh, on the show here. And being able to see somebody who has no idea what cannabis is whatsoever. I see the panic in their eyes yeah, often. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I'll say, do you want to try CBD or THC? And the first thing they do is their eyes get so big and they're like, what did you even say? to me and that's honestly such an important way to like figure out how to drive where they should shop and that's kind of important to even know that kind of a thing so education is super super education and erasing the stigma as you said because we even have patients who consider themselves educated or oh i've been doing this forever i kind of know what's up they don't know about terpenes and being able to try delta eight or being able to microdose and that kind of stuff and just being open to learning new things 
and not being, uh, oh no, I know everything and, you know, just being open and vulnerable to learning, which I think is a really cool thing to break down barriers, uh, in the medical space and the recreational space. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's huge. Um, I think that's the, that's the biggest thing, especially where, you know, since we were a CBD company, the first response we get from people, you know, walking into dispensaries, I'm like, nah, it's CBD. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Every single time we've got a CBD flower on the menu and they're like, I want that. And they're like, uh, but did you read that that's a CBD flower? And they're like, uh, you know what? Forget that. I don't want that. And I'm like, honestly, it's it's something you could really use, especially if you told me just now that you have some sort of inflammation or something. Yeah. You might as well give it a go. It's it's kind of silly that they're just like, ah, yeah. ah. No, and it'll change. That's why I say that education is so big is, you know, we have the, the cannabis stigma, right? Mm-hmm. But we also have the CBD stigma. Okay, Definitely. absolutely. Yeah. That, I mean, that it's like snake oil or whatever. It's that it's, obviously there's, there <laughs> is some snake oil out there, but I think the big stigma is like, you know, it's going to ruin my high or it's going to bring me bring it down or no it's not for me I can't do anything I you know me personally I think uh, some people should really have CBD and maybe little to no THC and oh, vice versa for sure absolutely and so they could be using tons of THC little do they know like their body really wants CBD yeah and it's just try to absorb all that CBD and really that could be even more beneficial uh-huh. and then that goes back to the endocannabinoid system yeah. and getting that balance of homeostasis you got to be paying attention to more of yeah. what your body needs and it could be like those terpenes for those who want to be more stimulated you know have some of those more uplifting terpenes yeah i know like thc and like i talked in the last episode like THC and the sativas tend to disagree with me. But mm-hmm. when I do that in like CBD, like your guys' tangerine dream is a dream. <laughs> like it's like really the Thank best you. thing I do for like yeah. the the first thing I do in the day when I know I can't have a cloud but I want to be comfortable and get my stuff done. It's a really good way to be really focused. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean terps are huge. Um you know, I had an interesting conversation. I left a dispensary that I just came from and talked to a manager there, and he was on the same page as me. I, and I think um, a lot of people are starting to turn to it as, as, as how important terps are. There's a lot of people that are starting to recognize that it's not so much the THC content. I mean, obviously, we have lots of people walking in that are like, oh, I want whatever's 28% THC or 30%. And they're nailing that, you know, these companies that are growing flour that can nail a terp profile, but it's got like 16% THC in it and they smoke it and it's amazing flour. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the fun part is trying to get patients and, uh, you know, cannabis users in recreational states to try the 16, 18 percenters because normally you see that kind of smack dab in the center of the menu. And usually that's what I point to. I'm like, try that part of the menu because it's all 18%, but the terpene pulp profile is crazy you got all those strains that the names just pop out at you i just got to erase that stigma of don't look at that number it's not the most important thing so this is a totally flipping this around what do you use for a routine for cbd so i obviously have like the ultimate cbd plug super fortunate for that and i use a ton of our products my regiment kind of start starting my day out 
Um, I use elixirs, specifically um, some with terpenes that are kind of mood enhancing, enlightening. I mean, we do one that's um, focus, limonene, pinene, stuff like that to wake you up in the morning. You know, we have a new one that we just came out with that is like, it's like a shot of espresso. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our endurance elixir with Canahep X, and it is, it's literally like coffee in an elixir without the jitters. And I, it is... I have been blessed to have been able to try it. Donna, shout out to Donna. She's my can of hemp rep who hangs around yeah. our dispensary and she has hooked it up for me. I had a really bad knee injury right right before Comic-Con and she saved the day, hooked me up with a little bit of that and I literally, it is been a blessing that's one of my favorite things yes it's uh (laughs) that has become one of the elixirs that we have that i keep hearing that bud tenders and managers and their staff to like keep it in the break room or the inventory room they like run in midday and grab it just because like they get that they don't have to go outside and smoke anything or down the street or whatever they can take a cbd elixir with terpenes in it and they get that same effect yeah i'm sitting here just kind of dumbfounded because like i've been trying to try to get caffeine and specifically like soda out of my diet and when you got a like a long 12 hour day ahead of you work and everything else and you're just like all right i see this day the finish line really really far ahead i don't want to drink the coffee and the energy drink so having like a cbd espresso type shot to the system is like an amazing idea yeah no, and it's amazing. You don't get jitters and stuff. Um, I think, and then outside of that, I use uh, capsules. I wouldn't say I use every single day, but they're in my regiment. Kind of when I'm having, I got a little bit of a sensitive tummy issues. Uh, understandable, so, for yeah, sure. So, you know, I take those when I'm having some issues, and they obviously help. I'm a huge believer in microdosing. I use our vape pens, cartridges throughout the day. I think I've got our Euphoria one right now. And then as the day ends, wraps up, you know, we do a couple different products that is uh, geared towards, you know, calming down or helping mm-hmm. you wind down for the end of the day and sleep. I use those in elixir forms. So I would say my biggest thing that I use is elixirs uh a nice good uh dose i think i'm about a 30 to 45 milligrams yeah. you know knowing the dosage, dose is yeah. super cool to know exactly where you're yeah gonna peak. so and obviously you have to you know you have to play around with that stuff to Absolutely. figure it out you had um, said something about uh microdosing which yes. i love talking yes. about how do you kind of balance having a tolerance, which I imagine you do, yep. like uh, some of us or most of us have a tolerance. How do you find that like sweet spot with the microdosing to know where you're really getting that little micro effect versus a big effect? Because especially depending on what I'm eating or smoking, I know that I could probably take less if I didn't have such a high tolerance. So. Yeah. No, and I think a lot of it goes to listening to your body. That's a thing I think, you know, a lot of people have gotten away from. I think a lot of people were, were we live in a day and age of, of label checking now. People are starting to come around. It's awesome. Uh, people are eating healthier. And so we have more people, more and more people that are getting in tune with your body. So you get in tune with your body. You're, obviously, it's going to be a trial and error thing. Um, everybody yeah, is different. Everybody, so, yeah. pun intended, is different. You know, so you have to, for me, I kind of started my morning and night routine. That's where I started out, right? You can obviously, if you're listening to your body, you can feel those feelings, whether it's the chirpings or it's the CBD. And as I wear off, you can kind of feel that. And then you can start microdosing. Um, usually with a couple hits on a vape pen kind of thing, you know, one or two hits, you can start there. Obviously, it's only there's only one to two milligrams. Yeah, you know, okay. so nothing crazy. 
Um, but also, you know, there's still going to be some other factors that come into play. You know, did I, um, did I eat? You know, it's the same thing like if you guys were to eat an edible, right? Yeah. If you have a full belly and eat an edible, it's going to hit you at a different time than you were if you were going to eat it first, you know, on an empty stomach. Yeah. Um, so I think the biggest thing is it's going to be a, uh, a trial that you're going to have to do for yourself. Um, but you've kind of got to do it. Um, find a baseline. Uh, my baseline for me was using, you know, the elixirs in the morning and elixirs at night. So I had a good gap there that I can be like, okay, so I took it at this time. I kind of felt it wear off about this time. And then I took it at this time again at night. And then you, once you have that kind of gap that you need to figure out, then you can start microdosing and figure out what is the perfect thing that you need throughout the day, the perfect amount. Establishing the baselines, knowing what your body is saying to you at first, and then being able to kind of medicate from that. That's Honestly, that's wise words. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So I am assuming with all this terpene talk, you all use cannabis-derived terpenes? We use cannabis-derived terps. That is fabulous. Can you, like, talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So obviously you can get terpenes from, they're out there in other plants. Not as many as you find in cannabis now. I think the last number I saw on the internet was above 200 now, which is like, that's just crazy. I think botanically derived terpenes, you, I think it's about, it's between about 10 and 20 that you can get from, from, you know, normal plants, fruits, that kind of thing. In the early stages of this, you know, our founder um, dug deep into cannabis terps. There's so many of them. And, you know, as you guys know, they have different effects, different medical benefits. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the decision was made when this uh, this brand was being uh, established. It was like, hey, we need to use cannabis terps, the variety of them, and especially with, uh, you know, we, we make some custom blends with what we're doing, kind of focused towards, you know, we do some strain stuff, strain-specific stuff, but, you know, some of our products are more ailment-based. Mm-hmm. And so there's certain terpenes that you want to put towards certain ailments and you're being able to have those effects without the effect of THC you're able to have that same entourage which I think that's the biggest thing when when someone tries uh some of our products and they they feel that entourage and they're like wow okay this yeah. makes sense now <laughs> that's yeah. the that's yeah. the happy science I like where it, like yes getting terpenes from specific strains is cool but being able to help patients and help specific ailments by combining terpenes and effects is just like happy science and I love it oh canna hemp recovery cream just won the best topical at the Earl Cup can you tell us about this win and why this product is number one so obviously we're super excited about this when we launch this product you know we obviously test everything we make um, ourselves it's all over their packaging (laughs) which is one of my favorite things ever yes yes so the information on the package so you know we we send this stuff out get it third third party lab tested right so we test in the labs we test this stuff on ourselves as far as on our bodies the formulation on this one is amazing um you know we have i don't want to ever under talk our, our relief cream it's our original product and this is like the recovery cream is just that accelerated it has quickly moved up from you know being a new product to one of our top sold products in the line 
And, um, you know, obviously if you, if anyone's checked out our Canahep X Instagram at all, it's very, very skate related, athlete oriented. Just know if you're not an athlete, you can use this. Uh, we actually, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been in dispensaries, um, doing stuff there and, you know, it's not so much the athlete coming in to buy it, but you know, the grandma that's had a hip replacement or, you know, the construction worker that's had a back surgery. That kind of thing. And so it's literally one of those things. People try it and they have just fallen in love with it. It's uh, mind boggling how popular and how fast this thing has just blown up. The Earl Cup, winning the Earl Cup was like, it was the best text I got that day. (laughs) I can imagine. (laughs) I unfortunately wasn't able to be there, but you know, my team was there able to accept the award and you know, we're super, super honored to uh, get voted that by, you know, the patients and uh, you know, the people that run the Earl Cup. Love the support and we're super glad to uh, to earn that spot. I think it's kind of a huge deal, especially, you know, being a an outside CBD company coming in. Yeah, and you know, you guys aren't from Arizona. You no, are we're from not from Arizona. Nevada. And so like, um, you know, I don't, it's it's a it's a privilege to be able to win that and be able to uh, kind of we're not here to toot horns or outshine anybody else but I think if anything it's like the patients benefit from stuff like this totally because like I feel like we came in that happened and now we've kind of set a bar and yeah. so now everyone you know Earl Cup is coming up again next year so Let's now every yeah so this better. is how this is how amazing products whether it's in this industry or other industries you. You have someone that kind of sets a really high bar and then now everybody else is going to try and get over that bar and the the patients are just going to benefit from it we're obviously super excited about it humbling experience to be to to win that award but it's gonna i think it's gonna be a good thing with uh with topicals we're gonna see some good stuff coming up in the next year i think okay so with that, you guys are from Nevada. What states are you in? You're, of course, in so, Arizona. Um, we obviously do a lot of business in medical and recreational dispensaries. I think the last number I saw, we are over about 800 retail locations across the country. Perfect. Um, like what kind of states? All, all, all sorts of them? Of them? Yeah. Wow, all of them, gonna yeah. Be so great. Yeah. So I think that's the big thing, too, you know, with Where the listeners. like Yeah, your... with the listeners. So... If you guys, obviously, if we're not in your spot you go into, ask them for us. We have a whole team that can help those guys over the phone if there's, uh, you know, not someone like me in, in their state. But obviously, you can go to our website, canahemp.com, and we can ship it straight to your doorstep. Oh, that's super. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's the nice thing about CBD. We can kind of, you know, especially within the, the past year, some stuff changed as far as regulations. So we can kind of, we can ship some stuff to people. And I think uh, the the acceptance of it, I mean, here in Arizona, like the police board just said like, hey, you cops are good to go. Let's use some CBD. I'm like waiting for the day I see a cop in a dispensary buying CBD. Oh, it'll be oh my so gosh. amazing <laughs> day. Because, I mean, this recovery cream has been life-changing to myself specifically and all of the patients I I tell about it. I, like, throw it at them, and I'm like, try this. In 15 minutes, you'll go, why have I haven't been using this for my whole life? And being, uh, seeing, like, a cop or just somebody who has that stigma come in and have their life changed by something is, like, such a dramatic human experience, and I can't wait for that, like, to just see that over the next couple of years. I don't know if you've been to a Bashes around here. It's yes, our it's our hometown grocer. Uh-huh. <laughs> They've got some CBD chilling out in their 
grocery stores. Yes. So it's interesting. That's gonna be a yeah. pretty cool change to see that. Yeah, I'm interesting to see how that goes. And then you have that mind shift, and then just at a weird, uh, like a really, really high level, it just becomes more accepted. You see it more. Yeah. You go, well, yeah. if I see it at bashes, I must be able to. Like, it must be okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, if they're sure. gonna put it out. For all the grandmas to grab and for the police officers to see, like, it's got to be good. And I just I can't wait to just educate more people so everybody's sharing with everybody about okay. CBD. I think it's the, uh, it's the most uh, popular and talked about thing. And I can't, I can't tell you how many times, like, whether it's friends, family members, that, you know, they obviously see, you know, what, uh, what I do now. So I get, you know, DMs from family members and text messages from friends and they're like, hey, you know, I was checking out the CBD stuff. What's this all about? So yeah. it's awesome because I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's ramp up. We're going to do some education now. Yeah, so it's I- really just super exciting to talk about it. Um, I feel like a broken record and I'm like, try this stuff. It's awesome. I mean, I've already got my grandma on a really nice regimen where yeah. she's been able to uh, get up and move and keep up with my eight-year-old brother so all around I think that's fabulous for our grandma and I think if other people can do that that's more amazing yeah all right so wrapping up this beautiful episode of the Cannabis Quest podcast we want to thank our guest Tom here again for coming and speaking with us about the uh, just all these various topics in the medical space we uh, appreciate the ability to be able to soundboard and connect with patients and innovators and just share creatively and just push forward and figure out what's going to happen next is there anything that you would like to say to the worldwide ears out there about what's coming up next? Uh, yeah, coming up next with us. You, yeah. That or anything you're you've got your ear to the ground. What you what you've seen that excites um, you? Um, man, there's so much in this industry that excites me. Um, I think the great thing about this, uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of talk in Washington about uh, cannabis in general and okay. the legalization of it. Uh, super excited to see where that goes. Um, obviously, the uh, that's something to pay attention to. As far as us, I mean... As far as federal Washington. Yeah, as far yeah. as federal <laughs> yeah. Washington. Gotcha. Like, that's, that could like be a DC, gotcha. DC game changer. I was yes. like, for a second, I was like, Washington is... The, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as uh, Canahamp, I, mean, I guess I can talk about this. We've done a press release on it. So next collab, um, if anybody's seen our Canahamp X stuff, we did collab with Grizzly Grip Tape. Shout out to those guys. Dory. Yeah. Our next one is going to be uh, Birdhouse Skateboards and Tony Hawk. It's going to be our next collab. So look for that coming, hopefully sometime at the end of this year. Uh, but we'll have some amazing, uh, amazing stuff in the pipes for you guys. Yeah, that sounds like some really fabulous stuff. Do you have a weed tip for our listeners? This is episode number 10. Weed tip number 10. You guys have kind of talked about this, but I really want to put the nail in the coffin. Don't be afraid to add your CBD with THC. Yeah, um, it is a full bodied experience, especially my dabbers out there. I know your uh, your opinions Ooh, on yes. CBD. If you have not tried mixing your CBD dabs and your THC concentrates, you are missing out. Oh my God, guys. So true. Thank you. Thank you. Woo!